Hello everybody, this is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, June 16th, 2022. I have an odd one for you today um, that I've talked about before, but first the housekeeping. Don't forget, tomorrow we do have the makeup vid chat at 3 p.m. Central Time. Uh, that means get your comments and questions posted in the comments area, in the members area. For that vid chat no later than 10 o'clock tonight we've already had some there appears to be a theme developing and uh, we'll talk about that more tomorrow perhaps i'll even do a couple of readings from the psalms you never know anyway we have an odd one today and uh, i'm going to call it a sad event because as you know, if you've been following my website over the years, one of the things that I'm fascinated by are sudden animal deaths, hence the term SAD, or SADS, Sudden Animal Death Syndrome. I've been covering these odd stories for a number of years. Whole flocks of birds that fall from the sky dead for no apparent reason, and we're talked and told by the powers that be that, well, it was sudden onset avian flu or some sort of nonsense like that. And my problem is that these stories seem to suggest that these animals are falling dead more or less instantaneously at the same moment. We don't get a few birds plopping out of the sky and then a few more later on and then a few more after that, as would be the case with a normal onset disease, even if it were a fast-progressing disease. Well, there's been another incident. Uh, I've recorded and blogged about incidents like these over the years, the, the deaths of reindeer in Norway, you'll recall, and then the deaths of uh, all sorts of elephants in southern Africa. I blogged about that, too. And now it has happened again in this country in a very unusual way. And I will link both the video, a short 50-second video that appeared on TikTok, and a, an article. And let me read to you from the article because the explanation they're giving is, again, a public explanation, a narrative that they're putting out for something else, and I suspect that many of you are already on to what may be going on. So the article's titled, Thousands of Cattle Reported Dead. The subtitle of this gives you the explanation. Heat stress kills an estimated 10,000 head of Kansas feedlot cattle. All right, notice the stress here on feedlot. So let me read a few paragraphs from this, and you tell me if you're buying the story. The current heat wave blazing through Kansas feedlots has killed an estimated 10,000 head of fat cattle. Final death numbers continue to come in, but that early estimate was shared by DTN by livestock experts who put the geographic center point for those deaths at Ulysses, Kansas. What is known is that leading up to these heartbreaking losses, temperatures in the area were over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. There was humidity and there was little to no wind to help cool the animals. Temperature readings reported for Ulysses began to exceed the 100 degree mark on June 11th. By June 13th, 
The high temperature was reported at 104 degrees with humidity levels ranging from 18 to 35 percent. Temperature and humidity levels began to break up uh, some on June 14th, just a few days prior to the heat setting in, highs had been in the 80s. And I'm skipping uh, a couple of paragraphs here. Quote, night losses in feedlots due to heat stress seem to start every year around June, said veterinarian A.J. Tarpoff, who works with the Kansas State University Extension. He explained that when there is a perfect storm of too much heat and no opportunity for nighttime cooling, cattle can accumulate heat and die from stress. It's a situation, he added, that can hit both feedlot and grazing animals. Heat stress doesn't happen all at one time. Cattle accumulate heat during the day and then over the long nighttime hours, it takes four to six hours for them to dissipate the heat. Where we run into issues is where we have two to four days in a row of minimal nighttime cooling and we start the day with the heat load we accumulated the day before still there, he said. And skipping now, Tarpoff, who spoke with DTN, worked as an associate feedlot veterinarian in Canada before moving to Kansas. He said it's not uncommon to see issues with heat stress even that far north. And he pointed out that not all animals within a herd, group, or pen are affected by heat stress in the same way. A previous bout with respiratory disease may have led to scarred lungs and can make it difficult for that animal to cool itself. And there are other pretty basic reasons some cattle just don't handle the heat as well as others. Quote, The second week of June is when historically we start to see this, and I think a lot of it has to do with the hair coat. Cattle can adapt to almost any environment on earth, but they need time. At this point in the season, a lot of them have not fully shed that winter hair coat and slicked off, unquote, he said, adding that the fact that the majority of the U.S. cow herd is black also means they can't cool as efficiently. So there you have it. By their own admission, they're saying that not all cattle adapt to heat stress in the same way. Now, what makes this interesting, folks, is when you see this news and views, click on that little video that I've included for you, which is a video of one of these big Kansas feedlots. And I know exactly I've, what they are. You know, my mother used to live in Kansas. I used to travel home to see her in Kansas and drive by several of these very large cattle feedlots. Now, here's the problem with the respiratory and heat stress story. As the veterinarian himself pointed out, not all cattle react in the same way. What we're looking at in the video is a feedlot where it does look to me like all the cattle more or less died at approximately the same time. In other words, within a very narrow span. So there's all this speculation about heat stress. The problem is you, you have to explain why this is happening all at once. And this I don't think the narrative does. So then we have to rely on other explanations and some of the explanations you can read when you click that video in the comments below it. Some people are suspecting that it's sudden onset respiratory illness, just like the bird uh, stories that I've blogged about on the website with whole flocks of birds dropping dead out of the sky at more or less the same time. Uh, this is not natural, folks. This is my point.
No illness can explain this. If it were heat stress, you would assume that whoever's working these feedlots would get the cattle apart and try to do something to help them uh, relieve their stress. And again, this is not indicated at all. And the other problem here is there are some people speculating that, okay, this is a directed energy weapon or ground lightning strikes. The problem there is, of course, we don't have any evidence of severe or, or rainy, stormy weather in that part of Kansas during this time period. And one would expect that we would have had some sort of notice of that type of, of possibility before now. Now, it's true that wet ground, if an animal is standing on it and a lightning strike occurs nearby, it can pretty much kill or electrocute any animal standing near that lightning strike. And that could account for sudden death. But the problem with that is, of course, that you would expect to see other animals along with uh, whatever group that you're talking about dead in that area of strike as well. And again, this is what is missing in this case. You'd expect if that were the case, there'd be one or two humans that were running the feedlot to be dead as well. There's no such reportage. So we don't know what's causing this. Uh, the sudden respiratory flu explanation has been used in the case of birds. I don't find it plausible. Um, the directed energy weapon story is possible, in my opinion. However, that would mean that you're dealing with some sort of weapon that can selectively target a specific species, or at least a specific genus of animal, and leave other animals uh, unharmed. And again, this we don't have any news, we don't have any data, but it is nonetheless very fishy. And I would suspect that that's probably the best explanation. So what what's going on? Well, I've been opining for many years in covering these sudden animal death syndrome stories, these SADS stories, that someone is experimenting with some sort of exotic weaponry to see how closely they can be targeted. If you add all these stories together, birds dropping out of the sky, elephants dropping dead in Africa, reindeer in Norway, and so on and so forth, and now cattle at feedlots in Kansas, uh, a feedlot is obviously a concentrated target. And we're not hearing the same sorts of stories, at least as far as I'm aware, from ranchers in Kansas where this has taken place of similar things with their range cattle. I don't know it may be happening, but it is suspicious to me that you have cattle at feedlots, which is a rather concentrated target. So what I suspect may have been going on in all of these events is somebody is testing some sort of exotic technology to see how closely a technology can be targeted, how narrowly it can be targeted, not only in a particular region of the sky or of the ground, but also to see how closely it can be targeted to a specific species. Uh, now, we haven't seen anything like this yet 
happen to human beings. But I suspect that we may be gearing up, sadly to say, to some sort of uh, human test. Because this, if you look at all these stories together, it does look to me like you have a progression in the testing that is being done. So this is one to watch, folks. Please look at that uh, video. It'll be underneath in the news and views. It's about 50 seconds long. Uh, it's, it's very graphic uh, and it's very sad, but I don't think we are looking at anything natural. That's the bottom line for me. Don't forget tomorrow we have the vid chat. That'll be at 3 o'clock U.S. Central Time. Again, I will be in the chat room early as usual for our little pre-chat banter. There does seem to be a theme emerging in this vid chat, so um, if you have comments or questions in line with that theme, please get your comments and questions posted, even if they're not in line with that theme. Get your comments and questions posted by 10 o'clock tonight, and we will see you tomorrow for the vid chat. And I want to thank everybody once again for contributing all the articles and comments that you do. We'll see you on the flip side, everybody. Bye-bye, and God bless.